The Crowncast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Logan, and that, of course, means you are listening to The Crowncast, and we are going to be doing a post-react for uh, for Misery. We're going to be doing a post-react for Misery. There haven't been that many times in Charlotte FC's uh, very long and storied history uh, that the vault has been broken into, but the vault has been broken into, and it hurts just a little more coming off of what was an unexpected and really really inspiring win up in New York City. And here to do it all with me as ever is Justin. Hello, Justin. Hey, Logan. I'd ask how it's going, but I think I know. Uh, Yeah, One of the things that, you know, has changed since we have become actual media for Charlotte FC is you and I now watch the games together. Uh, You know, we're both up there in the media box and we really get a good top down view. We get to see how the play is developing. We get we get all those visions. but I do think that you used to be able to like ask me how I was doing and (laughs) keep in mind the football is not important. What is important is our sort of like chemistry for the microphone, right? Uh, Sure. You used to be able to ask me how I was doing because you didn't know. And now, you know, because, well, you've been with me for the past couple of hours and uh, now we're going to now we're going to recount those past couple of hours. Aren't you excited? would be a lot more excited if uh, Anton Walks had done his job. I'm previewing whoa, 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 uh, whoa, for whoa, our whoa, listeners. Whoa, whoa. You don't get to call anybody out until you pull up <laughs> a card out of your pocket. But I do feel like I know who is yeah. uh, going to, to be your card. Do you want to go ahead and uh, card Anton Walks? Oh, yeah. Us? No, this this card is out of my pocket in, in big block letters. Anton Walks' name is written on it. He had an absolute howler of a match. Um, by the way, folks, we are starting with cards this week. Uh, it's it's a rough loss, and so we're going to call out some people who did poorly. And it, <clears throat> for our first goal, Anton Walks... It looks like tries to hand the run off to a player who is out of position and just doesn't track an interior run, leaves a free guy coming through. And on the second one, it's his bad giveaway and then what honestly is a failure to take a tactical foul that nets Orlando the winner. Uh, I think it is fair that we, we not be soft on Anton Walks for this one. I think it's fair that we say what happened and we express ourselves because it was not a good day from Anton walks. Uh, This isn't the first time we have seen a player drift sort of away from Anton walks toward the outside and find sort of no one marking him. And as the interior player in that situation, that is your job right now. Maybe you screamed out, I'm passing off this player to to someone else, but making sure that player is marked is your job. You are the last line of defense. You are the centerpiece. You are in the middle. You have to be alive to that, especially when that man was on your, was your mark clearly just seconds ago. It was not pretty. Um, there have been a couple times in the last couple games since we have lost Guzman Carujo that I have seen just little pieces of sort of missed play from Anton walks. And thus far I have kind of been dismissing them, 
thus far I've been like, yeah, you know, there was the the ball that went over his head, another player down the, the line against LA. Um, I think there were two of them that went over his head in LA, but you know, in that one, nobody was really connecting. There've just been little tiny pieces that since Guzman Carujo has come out of this team, Anton walks has not looked as sharp. Um, I, I can't say that that's ridiculous because I think anyone would look better with Guzman Carujo next to them. Guzman Carujo makes the team better. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say the same thing. Like we are, we are better when walks is the less experienced, less effective defender in, in our center back pairing. Uh, it's more difficult, you know, uh, when he's got to be sort of the the big man in the back line and holding up, you know, Subasinski, who is a much younger player, uh, and and making sure that everything's positioned right. And there have been some cracks in the the armor, and it bites us bad today. I will say too, one of the other things that we get being at the match and everything like that is is we do get to see some of the stuff that maybe doesn't make the broadcast. And I can say, after that first goal. You know, I, I think Anton Walks was trying to claim to people on the team, including Christian Latanzia, that he had passed off that run. And he was being told in no uncertain terms that that is not a run that you get to pass off. That's not a player you get to pass off. That's your responsibility. Um, uh, yeah, I do think it's right to call out that it, it looked like there was trying to be a that was your problem to Jalen Lindsay. And a few minutes later, uh, Christian Latanzio, we don't know what was said. But a few minutes later, Christian Latanzio was in Anton Walks's ear in a very loud <laughs> manner. Uh, one of those times I do wish I could have been on the sidelines actually hearing what was going on. But uh, I am going to go. Uh, I'm not done yet going two footed into Anton Walks. I do think <clears> he, this this is a bad day from Anton Walks and everybody has bad days. But this is a bad day. The second goal. Anton Walks is unmarked as that ball comes into him and everybody makes mistakes. I'm not going to kill the guy for one, but I am going to say you are unmarked. You have time. You can see that ball. This is the professional level. Letting it just bounce under your foot out of control is something that uh, I, I feel like you get one of in a season. Right, you get one mistake that bad in a season, and after that, people are going to start asking questions, and that's the one. So, uh, it's a really bad day from Anton Walks, and I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that this bad day is the one that that buries the playoff chances for Charlotte FC. At this point, it is going to be a remarkable, remarkable uphill climb, and we're going to have to get some very unexpected results in order to make it happen. Um, I feel like we've both kind of carded Anton walks at this point. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I think it might be fair that uh, we have both carded Anton walks one card for each goal that one, he conceded one card for each goal. Um, I am going to then go into my card and I definitely think from there, the level of the whole team goes up. Um, I think a lot of people did some things very well and a lot of people did other things very well and sort of everybody didn't do everything well. I mean, even the people we're going to crown today, I think we could pick performances out that we said this thing about their game wasn't really on today. So I now have the choice. 
Yeah. I have t- I have two people in my mind, and I'm not going to cheat. I'm going to pick one of them. You're welcome, viewers. You'll never know who the other one was, I guess, unless you meet us in person and then ask very nicely. Uh, I'm going to go with Christian Kalina, and I'm going to explain why, and I'm going to take a shot at our friends at uh, Banks, Beers, and Soccer at Josh, uh, because I-, I think we both want to card this player, but I think we want to do it for different reasons. And he's not here to defend himself, so I may as well take a shot at him. Uh, Christian Kalina is a player who I think everyone now knows is a spectacular shot stopper. Justin, would you say that's fair? Yeah. he. You know, there are a lot of different areas. Keepers can be good. That's one of the most important ones. Yes, it is a very important one. Uh, But at this point in time, we have talked more than once about the fact that he is developing into a modern keeper. He's developing that space control in his box. He's developing that front forward keeper. He's developing that communication. Oh, excuse me. And uh, most importantly, he is developing his distribution. And it does not look like it's developing. It's, um, it is a work in progress and it, it not much is, progress so far. If you live uh, in a major city, it is the work in progress on the main highway that has been a work <laughs> in progress for 10 years. And you haven't actually seen anyone working there in your whole time living there. Uh, everyone has a road like that. And Christian Kalina does not seem to be able to deliver a ball. And it's starting to be a problem. Uh, I do think it's good that... Christian Kalina is being given the chance to deliver balls. I think there is a clear expectation and, you know, Justin, we may get into another card here, depending on how flip floppy I feel. Um, But I think there is an expectation that everyone on this team under Christian Latanzio has been given something they're expected to work on. It is clear to me that Christian Kalina has been given distribution and playing with his feet to work on. They are giving him the chances to do it. They are running out like they are expecting him to hit it. They are passing the ball back to him like they are expecting him to play like an outfielder. None of that is working. But they are giving him the opportunity and they are playing into his development for this role. We're starting to see that every time the ball goes back to him, it gets booted long and never booted to a Charlotte FC player. And it is starting to become frustrating. Uh my card today is going to go to Christian Kalina because sooner or later that's going to have to develop. And that has nothing to do with the man's shot stopping ability at uh, Josh at Banks, Spears and soccer talked to us after the game and <laughs> says that he feels he, the second goal is partially his fault that he, he blocks the ball back into the player. And uh, I wholeheartedly disagree with you, Josh. We love you, buddy. Uh, at that level, at that distance, one-on-one, a goalkeeper's job is block the shot. This isn't a ball that they have, you know, 18 yards to see coming in. This is somebody coming one-on-one. It's a total reaction save. The fact that he makes a save one-on-one like that at all is spectacular. The fact that it unfortunately falls to uh, right back to an Orlando player I cannot put on Christian Kalina. I don't think anyone should uh, at that point. I think you have to say what a save for the reaction. And 
what an unlucky break that uh, the closest Charlotte FC player was not closer than the Orlando player. Uh, I do think he deserves a card. I think we we need to see this guy really develop in the offseason into somebody who can deliver a ball to the halfway line and do so accurately and effectively. Justin, you want to get in on this? Yeah, I mean, I, I do think that Kalina does the first job of a keeper well here, but... You know, it's so much more important in today's game that you start that that build uh, out of the back effectively. Um, and, you know, when you've got Christian Fuchs inside, when you've got him at the center back position, the, the piece that Fuchs gives you there is the ability to handle the distribution. But we have seen what that does to us defensively. It's got to be on, in in most cases, the keeper to develop the ability to to make those passes to start the attack in a more effective way and you know nothing against Christian Kalina as Logan said we are picking nits at this point but yeah it, it's it's rough seeing the number of goal kicks the number of uh, you know just clearances from the keeper that are going straight out to touch around midfield and it's got to get better yeah um, I, I do want to call something out because. The card here is for a lack of development, right? And people don't develop overnight. Everyone develops at a different speed. But I do think there was an event tonight on the field that was pretty odd. Um, and that was Christian Kalina's water break. Uh, <laughs> we have the ball on our right side. We have a throw in. And there is a back pass to Christian Kalina, which Christian Kalina is blissfully unaware is happening. Um he is looking the other direction, uh, you know, getting some fluids, which, you know, all all hands to the deck. Everyone should be allowed to get water now and then. But uh, not aware that the play is going on as the ball is rolling towards his net. And he sort of, uh, you know, people are yelling and screaming. And, and, he, and there's this clear moment of panic as he, like, chucks the water bottle and goes sprinting out to the ball like, I'm here, guys. I'm here. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, you know, we'll be fair and say this does not get to a truly dangerous area. This isn't as though Kalina has to sprint back and clear it off the line or anything like that. This is, you know, it, it's cleared away fairly easily. But you do want your keeper paying better attention than that. Yeah, um, not not the place to get caught out. Um, no. Because if there was an attacker who was a little bit more alive to that ball, uh, they would have had a very easy goal. Um, I think that we have said enough about Christian Kalina, you know, yeah. again, the guy's a spectacular I, shot stopper. I do think there's now an element of his game that needs work. Anything else? Uh, no, I just want to say, if you do want to know the other card, uh, hit us up on our website, crowncast.net, uh, get to the, uh, the contact form on there and, uh, you can hit Logan up or myself, uh, and we'll let you know who that secret uh, extra card could have been for. The secret extra card. Uh, you know, maybe we should make that a thing. Maybe we should just have like <laughs> one secret extra card in the pocket. And if you see us out in Charlotte during the week, uh, you can ask us for our secret extra card or our secret extra crown. Um, I feel like as time goes on, we are we're football fans. And ultimately, obviously, we feel terrible in the moment and we hurt in the moment. But I do feel like we oftentimes get a few days later and are much more positive. <laughs> 
Uh, so maybe it'll be a secret extra crown, but just today it'll be a secret extra card. Yeah. Uh, I guess that means that we should go into our crowns for the day. Does that sound about yeah. fair? Um, and, and a lot of this, again, uh, listeners, is going to be us, you know, these aren't picking nets, but these are uh, elevating relatively minor differences in quality. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, so let's go to crowns and I'm going to go first. Yep. Uh, I think it's it's not a real surprise who comes away as the crown today. I think that Brant Bronico is is now the team. Um, with Guzman Carujo's absence, the one who has kind of stepped up is Brant Bronico. He was everywhere. I am going to caveat everything I say here by the fact that his passing was very loose in this last one. It was not well-targeted. Um, but what he was was active, even uh, though he still looks tired. I am going to... I'm going to bang down the door on the fact that Brant Bronico needs rest. The guy at this point must just be exhausted. Um, we did actually get to interview him after the match. Uh, so you will be able to find again on our website uh, or on our Instagram, a little bit of that interview, but he is moving up into that eight role. And we have talked about in the past that some people have the ability to impose their game on someone else, right? When the, when the, the ball is played sooner or later, one person will be reacting to what the other team is bringing. Brant Bronico is one of these people. Jalen Lindsay is one of these people. Um, uh, I should stick to, I should stick to my one crown here. Um, Brant Bronico is one of these people. He gets control of the ball or he takes control of the ball. And he says, you're playing my game now. I don't care what you want to do. You have to react to what I want to do. And there is no magic system. There's no magic skill you can teach a footballer. There's no magic trick. There is just an innate force of will that overwhelms the people around you. And he was everywhere. And more than just the fact that he was everywhere, he was rotating through the midfield. He was taking up both defensive responsibilities as a sort of paired on six uh, with Derek Jones. He was moving up into the attack. Uh, there were times he was making runs into the box that I would have expected from Carol Swiderski, but he was not there. Uh, he has probably our best shot of the game. He earns the, uh, he has kind of our only good shot of the game. Two well, we score, game? we score one, so oh, you know, okay. Mackenzie Gaines does get up there and put a nice header in, but okay, you are you are correct. Uh, I, I should not forget Mackenzie Gaines, we do score one, um, and, and it's a great shot from Mackenzie Gaines. Uh, anyway, uh, he goes, he takes a absolutely ripping curler with his left foot at, at the death, it doesn't go in. He makes so much of our offensive presence, he controls so much of our defensive presence. He carries the ball through the midfield. He is moving to help and give passes to the rest of his teammates. The guy is everywhere, and he's doing it on legs that look exhausted. Uh, that being said, Justin, he does look like he's starting to have a little bit of fun, a little bit more up the attacking side of the pitch. He looks a little bit freer. Anything you want to add onto this? No, I mean, you know, the, the grind set is still evident, but yeah, I'm with you that this guy needs... 
some kind of break and and it can't come in eight more matches or whatever it is when when we're done with this season. <laughs> the off season is not the break. No, like we we've got to find some time for him to get some rest somewhere in here, and it doesn't necessarily get much better, you know, going forward for Charlotte in terms of of, you know, we we have weekends for the remainder of uh, August and September, but you know that first week in October we've got three matches. We got to get him some rest sometime before then, yeah. somewhere. Okay, uh, I think I think the Brant Bronico wax lyrical has been good. Is there any specific point you want to touch on? No, I mean, again, I love the attacking runs. I love that he's getting the opportunity to shoot more. He's really effective at it. Yep. Uh, okay, then we are going to move on to your crown, Justin. Yeah, uh, so this is a, a cheating a little bit in that I'm going to crown. I'm not allowing it. <laughs> not allowing you to cheat, Justin. Wait, tell me how you're going to cheat, and then I'll tell you whether or not I'll allow it. I, I am crowning the substitutes, you know, not necessarily the them? substitutions because the tactical, the, the tactical piece in this match, we'll get into this on Wednesday. I don't know if it was great, but the individuals who came on and, and to, to sort of recap here, right. We had, uh, Ben Bender come on, uh, Kamal Yozwiak come on, um, Jordi Reyna, yes, it's it's really the big focus here is is Yezwiak and Bender, who I thought had really good matches in okay. the time that they had. Okay, so you're using your crown to crown multiple people. I want to be I want to be clear with this. I'm I'm crowning the substitutes because I thought they came in and they brought energy and they brought some some technique and talent in areas that technique and talent had been missing a little bit. Uh, and so I'm crowning the substitutes. I will give you this, but I will give you this because you are right. <laughs> but I don't well, want that to give you the thing. You that are is correct. the best reason. Yes. Um, <laughs> it, so, I mean, you talk about, it, it, you know, uh, Reyna comes on late in the match for uh, for Mackenzie Gaines, who looked like he took a pretty bad knock there. Uh, he kept doing a lot of the same sort of stuff Gaines was doing, running up that right wing, tormenting the defenders. Um, Bender came in and replaced a relatively ineffective Quinn McNeil. Kamal uh, uh, Yezwiak came in and replaced a relatively ineffective Kerwin Vargas. And they were exciting in their positions. They were flying around. They were getting stuck in. They were getting involved in plays. Uh, and they looked good in, you know, maybe it's the substitute role suits them. I don't know, but Yuzwiak has the assist on the, the gains goal with a beautiful, and this isn't an assist folks where it's, Oh, the ball sort of got swung in and then it ping ponged around for a while and then gain slots it in. This is straight up off of the boot of Kamal Yuzwiak onto the head of Mackenzie Gaines into the back of the net. Um, and Ben Bender was flying around all over the place, breaking up plays you know, getting involved, making good passes. Uh, you got to respect what they brought, even though, you know, we still did end up losing this match. Yeah, um, I, I do think you're absolutely right. And, you know, I'm, I'm giving you crap about it, but but you're absolutely right. And probably I shouldn't give you so much crap about it. Uh, <laughs> Kamu Yuzwiak comes in and changes the dynamic. And regular listeners of the pod will know that I... Uh, very recently said, I have not seen anything from Kamala Yuzwiak. Uh, I have now seen something from Kamala Yuzwiak. He had to wait until like one podcast after I have said this guy has produced nothing to start just looking like a violent, dangerous threat. 
Uh, but he does. He comes in, and whether it's he's at running at tired legs, whatever it is, he comes in, he makes a difference. He looks sharp, and he does go for that absolutely insane. He started to go for the absolutely insane bicycle. I don't know if he like <laughs> I don't know if he like got halfway through it and realized it was too high, so he bailed, or if he got halfway through it and realized he couldn't actually do it, so it just didn't happen. I have I have no idea it exactly. It's a little more like that second one, yeah. yeah. But um I, I like to think it was the first one. Uh I I think he deserves it. I do think Ben Bender deserves it. I'm going to uh extend your crown to the man who brings them in. Uh, I think there are a lot of things to talk about that are not positive about Christian Latanzio. I think there are a lot of questions that need to be asked. A lot of them can be asked. I do think there's positives to talk about Christian Latanzio. And one of which I have sort of hinted at is that everyone seems to have a way to get better. Everyone seems to have been told very clearly, this is how you reach the next level. This is what I need to see for your game to improve. And players are improving. Ben Bender is improving defensively game to game. You can see the difference. Um, I talked about him running like he's falling over the whole time because he's always a step behind the other team in in defense. And he's starting to run a little straighter up. He's starting to predict the ball a little better. He comes on and whether it's just he's being given a simpler job here or uh, you know, whether again, his fresh legs or his tired legs means he doesn't have to throttle himself. He can just go all out. Uh, he tore that midfield apart and was an absolutely dominant force. He was picking the ball off the other team. He was making those passes. He was uh, making creative options and uh, and looked really good for the short time he was on. Uh, anything that you have thought of since your first whack at this, Justin? No, I mean, again, credit to Latanzio for bringing on the players that he brought on. I think on Wednesday, uh, I am going to talk more about the issues that I had with Christian Latanzio on this match. Yeah, uh, and I do think there's plenty of meat on the bone left to talk about on Wednesday. So uh, for those of you, again, who join us after a rough loss, because especially at home, they are rough losses. Uh, we love you. We thank you so much for spending your time with us. And uh, we will talk to you again uh, on Wednesday. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.